Welcome to the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. Out of your quiver, you're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The, uh, the, 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 we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution. I think the classism the needs racism to to act as the forefront for it. So you're always arguing with racism until you realize that classism actually facilitates that being what it is. Look at today's society. The future generation, a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order. When we are successful, the globalists at Harvard that all invested in China and helped set them up. The CFR that invested, they all win. America loses. That's the battle we're in right now with the Democrat governors and deep state trying to create the maximum panic they can. This is all aimed at America and aimed at Trump. As Bill Maher said, and as, the, and as Rachel Maddow said, as the Democrats all said, we want a depression to stop Trump. It's worth it. We hope the coronavirus cripples I'm rolling up a blunt. I'm going to smoke a whole damn pound. So, for example, the investigation that Durham is doing? Yeah. Get that for a second. All of these people that are in this investigation, that are being investigated, are all fired. Peter Strzok, Sally Miller, um, Bill Priestip, Randy Coleman, John Black. I don't know, Black alone. I'm not saying that right at all. Michael Steinbach, Jeff Baker, Andrew McCabe, Mark Giuliano, Lisa Page, James Comey, and Jim Ribick. All fired from their jobs for this already. Uh, like, you know, decisive action already taken on these procedures and these matters. The question is, was it criminal? And, like... That's what Jerem, that's what Jerem's trying to prove. And if he can prove that any of these people had criminal intent, they're going away for treason, dog. Does that mean they're going to get executed like I described? That That's the punishment on the books for treason, and our Supreme Court's totally down with it. Wait, who are those people that uh, spied on the United States for Russia back in the 50s that started McCarthyism? They got executed, right? That couple? I think so. It was like a husband yes. and wife. Yeah. I remember hearing about that in school. Yeah, I remember in school it was so weird. They like they kind of made us feel bad about them getting executed. And I thought to myself, like, uh, yeah, but they were traitors. <laughs> Dude, every time I think about this communist shit, and when people say it's indoctrinated into school, I always think about Mr. McKenzie's history class and how there's an entire fucking part, like month or a couple of weeks for a class where we had to learn about how communism wasn't actually that bad. And, it, like, yeah. shit like that just makes me, what, makes me question it, you know? Because, like, I know that when people are making arguments, I hear it. Like, they're citing that memory, like, those those times, yeah, those learnings. and that education system was fucking designed by... Here's a statement. Tell me this statement doesn't ring as something that was repeated as part of the lesson. Communism was supposed to mean community. Community is good. Yep, I remember that. Right? That is something that is ingrained in everyone that we went to school with. Yeah, it's the reason why I have a fucking stupid picture of an AK-47 on my wall. 
not a big picture, but it's there. <laughs> but, yeah. It's I, like, that's real, dude. I People think... don't want to think that's dangerous, but it's not. Like, if you want to know how different it is and how wrong it is, just look at how it deviates from the norm. And look at how everything was for so long. We had And how it just changed. We had, what, was it? Mr. Noise, though, that was, like, he was, like, a libertarian or something I, like that, right? he was a staunch liberal. Oh. There, who was the guy what, that had, like, a class? Mr. Rollins. Okay. Mr. Rollins was the conspiracy guy. Yes. He talked about 9-11. He was the guy. I never had him, but people told me I would have liked him. But I if you... Any, if you, oh, I wish you did have him, because all I'd have to say is... Like, anyone else that who's also had him, right? I just talk to them and be like, yo, so that guy was kind of right about everything, wasn't he? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's heroes, unsung heroes like him that are throughout the Dude, American 100%. Education that guy called all this shit out, like, in class, on the reg. Like, would just, like, passively say, like, deep-ass knowledge. And, like, people would laugh and stuff, but... Like, you know, like, I pay attention to what he's saying. I want to go find out what it means. That's, like, probably my biggest drive for all this stuff. You always think it sounds cool and you want to find out what it means. Yeah, yeah. I, I am surprised to hear people laugh. Usually when I tell conspiracy theories to people who aren't in that thing, they're just, like, disgusted, almost. Well, now, nowadays it's different. Nowadays you're just a right-winger and you're a Nazi. No, dude, no, dude. I'm talking, like, four or five years ago, like, before this all popped off the way it is now, like, people... Oh, it was four or five years ago, what was it? It was Newtown. Yeah, and Alex Jones, if you talked right. about conspiracy theories, you're Alex Jones and Newtown was your fault. And we live in Connecticut, so... Yeah, no, that, I mean, I, it's funny you say that, because I saw a woman who was probably, like, 90 years old driving today, and her bumper sticker was Sandy Hook Elementary School. Yeah, and, dog. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why why does she still have that on there? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's when uh, conspiracy theorists became... Uh, identified or uh what's it what's the word correlated with schizophrenics even more than they ever were because <laughs> yeah. every everybody on facebook got some kind of fucking stupid thread that told them like oh yeah i'm a friend of a friend of a friend who knows someone who died uh in sandy hook so it's real i know someone don't don't listen to these conspiracy videos with the red lines and the circles and the the porta potty drone footage. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like oh yeah they they uh they destroyed the whole building in less than two weeks. No need to uh, worry about the uh, unprecedented American massacre that just took place here. No evidence that might need to be gathered. But the thing is, this is that they could have even seen it. It's just like that was a big hole that people were interested in, so they made it look suspicious to get people to dig, just so they could go crazy. Because if you look at it, the CIA has documentation, and it shows that back in the '60s, um, like this, like these concepts, like first of all, needed to be able to be given to the public. Like for example, like when they instituted the CIA. 
they needed to make sure that the CIA and government agents in general would be allowed and not just looked at as a bunch of gunslingers and crazy, well, like dude. wild people doing crazy shit. Dude. So they made a bunch of movies that made police officers and FBI agents and well, CIA people this, like bro. James Bond look respectable and cool and listen and like this. good people. And like the idea that there's honor and authority like comes from that. So like the same concept across the board, like when they talked about conspiracy theories, that whole idea of conspiracy theories theorists are just tinfoil hat crazies came about, uh came out in the 60s with uh after, it was a communist JFK. Uh, maneuver and shit during the communist times like uh well the the term got the popular Ripper. after jfk but yeah um, but what i was gonna and, say uh, though hold on though what... it was used go ahead it was used in probably exactly the way that you're gonna say, and I'll let you take it because it's just like no, you I, know, like... I this is new info to me. I, it's probably new to you. Um, oh, it was it the, was the the whole thing like no, conspiracy no, no. theory. What I'm about to say is new info. Hold on. Oh, oh, okay, go go. So, all right, so you know who Pierce Morgan is, right? Yeah. So apparently, he is a dead ringer lookalike to the guy who was running a program in uh, England. It was, I think it was a precursor to, it was post-World War II, but I don't know if it was MI5 or MI6 or maybe like the precursor organization to them. But basically what this guy Michael Wan was saying was that James Bond was a creation of Ian Fleming directly for that purpose that you just described. And, oh, yeah. And then even furthermore, Pierce Morgan, who uh, apparently is the son of the guy who actually was like, you know, the person that James Bond was based on, among other people that James Bond was based on. Um, he went on to right play James Bond in the movie, but also Pierce Morgan, you might not know, is like the fucking Oprah Winfrey of England and has his own talk show and shit. Huh. So he's like a huge like figure in culture. Yeah, you know, and creation. James Bond as a series is very very closely tied to CIA and MI6. Um, the movie's writing operations building is based out of the same building that MI6 operates and dude, from. And here's the thing: I used to love spy movies, spy shit. So when I heard that kind of thing in the past, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." They probably ask the spies like how to do the stunts the right way in the movies. <laughs> But well, no, it's not it'd be like, like that. They tell a story, and like you know, like you'd hear a couple of stories from real agents, and then you, you know, like you movie it up. No, dude. Even more so, the fucking agents hand you the script and say, "Hey, we need you to kind of fluff this up a bit, make it into a movie." But the, here's the main points that you need. Yeah, to for example, on. Goldeneye. They're disclosing laser space laser technology that they had. Yeah. That they're just declassifying now. Yeah. And up until this year, probably, if you mentioned that, anyone would say, that's no, that's impossible. No, that's too crazy. But, but it's just like, dude, no, dog. So here's... Like, well, you're telling me that we could go have, like, space lasers that self-operate and do all that shit that they do nowadays, and, like, maybe in the 70s, like, we couldn't do it from a ground-based operation where we had, like, a satellite that was controlled from Earth? course we could exactly so like all that shit the heart attack gun all that stuff's real 
Yo, here's and, where it uh, gets even crazier, bro. So this organization that kind of like got, gave Ian Fleming his start, they had a uh, headquarters in New York City, and they also had like a, a place in Toronto, basically that uh, a place in Toronto that I think um, kind of ran the North American division of like media they basically were like editing the editors editors from different prominent newspapers would get hired by them to like send them stuff and then they would edit it for them and send it back but basically mike myers right uh the actor mike myers was born in the same like suburb as this really you know big headquarters in you know lower toronto or wherever in canada and um he went on to play Austin Powers, which is, you know, a, a mock yep. of James Bond. But what this guy, Michael Wan, on the episode of the Higher Side Chats that I listened to was saying was that Mike Myers kind of hinted at, like, the fact that they used James Bond to do this. And one of the, like, more telling things is how, like, James Bond, or I mean, uh, Mike Myers plays the villain and the hero. Right, and that's what happens yeah. in real life. They have they're the villain, and then they send these fucking fake heroes out to pretend yeah. like, oh yeah, we're solving all the pro the world's no. problems. Don't worry about the cocaine dealers now, in it's Mexico. Really important to take all these thoughts and like critically analyze them to apply them to like other things. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, if you take that same concept, you look at seventies, eighties movies. What was the whole thing like? Big Macho Man, right? Like the whole deal, like everything that like the feminists complain about was like big and prominent back then. You know, that's what they're trying to promote. You know, like you need to look at cops like this, that, and that. Everything. What are they trying to promote nowadays? Right, the destruction of the family, transhumanism, transhumanism. Yeah, um, poison. Yep, poisoning everything with fucking big chemicals. Big aggro. Yeah. It's just like, you see that. Um, The conspiracy thing, it's just like, it's a joke. You want to see a joke? Here, I'll show you. Are you going to fart into the mic? No, it's going to be funnier than that. (laughs) Just the way you said that, I'm like, what is he about to do? Like, hit a fucking slide whistle? (laughs) I had a slide whistle. I have one, I just don't know how to use it. It's not as easy as it looks. Still there? Yeah, I'm just digging for this. Let me find this link, dude. I just had it Yeah, but the higher side chats, I probably told you about it a million times, but that's the fucking... That's the show, dude. He gets all the experts on... Any like and any topic too. It's not just politics, not just deep state. He goes into Okay. Oh. Uh here's the thing. Here's a question. Right? Go for it. When Alex Jones did the Newfound thing, how many news articles came out about that? How many news articles? Yeah. I would probably guess like one, but they posted the same shit on every news like, outlet. I meant, right, yeah. Like, there was one wave, the wave ended, it was about done, maybe Alex Jones came up again, and then it was over. Most people didn't even hear about it, right? Yeah. That was probably, like, one of the bigger conspiracy theories, right? 
Here's another one. 9-11. How many articles do you see targeting 9-11 conspiracy theories calling them dangerous? I haven't seen any in, a, in years, if ever. Right? No, I, maybe, maybe it, like nowadays, but no, yeah, afterwards, I don't think that people really even yeah, like, acknowledged that the, there was a conspiracy okay. theory, you know? I think I just posted in the Discord. Tell me, why is there hundreds and hundreds of these every hour being made? Alright, I just opened Bing. What am I looking at? It's just a search queue of, of uh, all the different QAnon news articles, right? Oh, okay. So you're saying this is like a live feed of QAnon? I'll tell you, one day, one day, one day, just keep scrolling, and they're all in the last couple of days. Dude, just watch this news site. Every single day, there's hundreds of these. Why is it highlighted that coronavirus specifically? Why is there such... Why the fuck is there a coronavirus category? (laughs) Have you ever witnessed a full-blown international mainstream media constant barrage counterattack regarding... uh, It's coded, it's like re... A conspiracy. Regarding a conspiracy. Simple logic answers the question. No. Never has we seen the media put this much effort into discrediting some dumb conspiracy theory that's online. And you're absolutely right, and that's that's why I started to support Trump. I mean, you knew I was a Bernie guy, but uh, like yeah. I, I've never seen the media fucking cowtow the same fucking bullshit attack yeah, against like one person. It's like Half-Life 2, and you've never seen them make this much noise before, and everyone else is just sitting around their fucking slave life, doing their slave job and shit, and just, like, being mind slaves. I gotta send you... And, like, you're like, hey, man, there's a bunch of noise going on, and everyone's like, no, shut up, and you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna watch the noise. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I gotta send you this fucking clip of uh, Clarence Thomas. You know, when Clarence Thomas was... Like, being chosen as a judge, um, I guess there was, like, this whole slander against him, or maybe, like, after he was already a judge, they were trying to say, like, he, some woman came out and said he, he had something, like, sexual misconduct or something, and his quote, like, what he says to the, the judge, or the, the jury that's, like, you know, the Senate committee that's trying to, like... I've seen this, uh, Anomaly posted this in the speech, and I watched it when he posted it. Yeah, and you see Biden's young, fucking retarded, little squinting face, like, looking at him like, oh, I hate this, you know, like, he, he's clearly a racist. racist, Yeah, he's clearly a racist. He was not happy with how eloquent and and intellectual... Clarence Thomas was. The issue is when people talk about Donald Trump being racist and then Biden, they'll be like, well, Biden's racist. They'll be like, yeah, well, so does Donald Trump. It's like, well, Donald Trump wasn't ever really known for being racist. Like, he was very well embraced. He had medals he was given for fucking diversity and shit. But Biden has, like, a track record of being, like, actually, like, significantly contributing towards racism and, like, yeah, I, never really did. In, in all fairness, though, I will say that the 
the one thing on Trump that I'm not sure about, maybe you'll show like have evidence against this, but do you remember the Central Park Five? What is that? Run me through it. So I think it was like the 90s or the 80s. There was like a woman who said that she got like, I don't, she didn't say it. She did get attacked. She got like either attacked or raped or robbed, one of the three. And like everybody blamed it on these five like black kids that were seen in the park. And uh, apparently that they, they eventually got exonerated. They didn't do it. Uh, it was somebody else, but, you know, everybody in New York City was like, this this group of kids clearly did it, and one of the reasons why a lot of people got behind it so quickly that they were the ones guilty was because Donald Trump um, came out in, like, the New York Post or something like that, and he was, like, it was obviously the Central Park Five. So, like, he kind of contributed to, like, uh, you could say that's racist, that. but you might but just also say, like, it's like just That's, like, pretty human, about... though, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. That, I that's see like that. More, but, that's but... like he's a New Yorker. He's just going to say whatever everyone else is saying and shit. Like, yeah, and, but that's, that's the it, argument. He gets the plausible deniability still. Whereas Biden, like, you seen. have no plausible deniability passing the fucking the crime bill that he passed. No, yeah, that's there's none in that. You have no possibility. And in also, saying, that's a I level. Don't want my daughters to go to a racial jungle. That's a level know? of institutionalized racism that yes. they're accusing Donald Trump of being like a symbol of, and it's fucking ridiculous. The thing is, is that that level of racism shines, and I don't see that level of racism in Donald Trump. I think he just abused most people yeah. as Americans. Dude, the only type of racism that actually affects black people is the type of racism that Joe Biden is guilty of. The fucking type of racism that Hicks in Kentucky do in their pickup trucks when they pretend like they're, you know, gonna lynch somebody, or God forbid they actually do. I mean, that's like a 1% situation, but the reality is the true racism is institutional, and it's groups like the Democrats who have historically been in support of the Ku Klux Klan before the civil rights era, they were always in support of the Ku Klux Klan, and that's why they've always done their part to try to assassinate and take out any black conservatives that have ever existed i mean malcolm x was a black conservative you know they just change their method nowadays yeah and you have the same playbook though and they have like uncle tom's like uh what's that guy's name uh the one that the black guy that's always on tv he's like the uh jesse jackson or something like that right one of those or al sharpton yeah one of those guys And they were, like, involved with helping MLK get assassinated. And now they're just, like, supposed to be representing black people, even though they're, like, you know, driving rules. That's what Malcolm X said. He said that any democratic establishment is meant to help the black man. Always, it's not. It doesn't help them at all. Exactly. There's always somebody like that heading the whole deal. And it's just bullshit. And that's what he said. Paraphrasing. But... No, yeah. Well, let's just say, like, let's be real. This isn't my quote. I forget who said this, but let me try and get it. But the whole deal is, like, you take in, like, that entire struggle, right? And he brought that back up. And you somehow took the, uh, 
the act of being like flamboyant or having a, an altered or different sexuality and you somehow made both of those into virtues that somehow should have an equal playing field or something and like people have confused like being flamboyant with like social justice and like civil rights and uh like they're out in the streets like fighting for black lives when realistically they're all just white kids with dyed hair and shit yeah, like, I saw they... a video the other day, and it was like this. They're like, "Oh, look, the Black Lives Matter protesters shut down or stop, stop this bus with NBA players in it," and they're filming it, and it's all white people. And I'm like, "What? What's going on? What are these guys doing?" Like, and then you listen to like Young Pharaoh and people like them, and like they, the black community, like in large, doesn't support this bullshit. And it's yeah. showing in the poll numbers. Trump has record black approval numbers for the polls right now. More than any other Republican in, in my entire lifetime. Yeah, dude, and... this guy, he's a NBA player. Terrence Ross, I think his name is. He was just on Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli. And he literally, he he's explicitly was like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. We don't support that. He's like, that shit's yeah, not just, good for the, the black community. They're in a losing playing field right now. Like, it's like chess, chess is a game. That's one in the mid game, and we're in the end game, and they lost because they don't have enough pieces to make any strategies that they need. And the strategies they're left with just have them on the run. At this point, they're left supporting uh, a volatile minority that is literally decreasing by the day, and that's the left, like the radical left. Well, all it is is this culture. They constantly burn each other. They constantly divide each other and get smaller and smaller. They don't take in any new members, and the opposition takes their old members as they leave. But think about it. Think team. about it like this, Mikey. Remember this: the dynamics, the social dynamics of high school, right? Like me and you, we weren't like in the cool kid group by any means. But you noticed, like, right? There's this group of like band type people, band geeks, theater, theater drama club people, you know. And then, like, the straight-up, like, A-plus. You, you said theater. I thought you said feeder. I was going to laugh so hard, dude. Like, they got feeder, the feeder mentality. Like, <laughs> no. Uh, no, like... No, they're, they're just feeders for the Illuminati. Like, they're just, they just grow up to be me. Well, I mean, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, all right, so, like, all the fucking A students, right? All the people who are just really good at following orders, regurgitating, you know, exactly what the school system does is separate those people from people like me and you who thought for ourselves. And they take those people, right? Like the theater people and the, the geeks who were like, Oh, I hate the cool kids. They never invited me to the cool kid party because that's what they want. They love American culture and they they they've been taught like that's what you should strive for is to be cool and that's what, you know, popularity is cool. So when they grow up and they get these successful jobs, they apply that type of social dynamic they learned and they take it out on, you know, their social frustrations on the people who they now identify as the quote-unquote cool people who you know never included them oh, yeah. the and people it's just who a total lack of self-awareness but think about the people who are conservatives they're people who watch sports they're people who have blue-collar jobs those are the people that were the cool kids in high school you know to some degree i would say maybe in our fucking state not really it was more like the douchebag rich kids who fucking had parents that yeah. bought them mercedes when well, they were 
16. Well, that shit comes full circle, because, like, Gen Z or X, whatever, like, the newest one is, you'll see that, like, the cool kids now are, like, these liberal kids, and they're all growing up th- saying, like, we're gonna do, like, fucking homesteads and shit, and they're libertarian as fuck. They might be the most libertarian generation yet. Yeah, that's it's true. Not... That's true. I-, I wonder what's gonna happen when all these hipster kids, like the hipsters that were, like, the generation before us who are now, like, at the Antifa protests, like, when they have kids, their kids are gonna rebel against them and be like, fuck you, dad, I'm gonna vote conservative. Dad, my brain's not smooth like yours, shut up. Yeah, yeah, dad, uh, stop cucking out to mom's politics. Dad, you're just a simp. (laughs) Yeah, dad, you're simping to mom's feminism. Uh, I gotta hop off of here, though, dog. It's all good, bro. Good, uh, good chat, man. Thanks for letting me turn it into a podcast, yeah. and uh, we'll have you back on again, man. Peace out, bro. Have a good night. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. That was a cool chat with my buddy Mikey. Like I said, Mikey's an OG in conspiracy. He, uh, one of the first people that introduced me to that stuff way back in middle school. So, uh, yeah, you'll be hearing him on the cast again. Um, but, yeah, this has been the My Family Thinks Some Crazy podcast. Thanks for listening. Crime Bill, 1994, where you call them super predators, African-Americans, super predators. And they've never forgotten it. They've never forgotten it, Jefferson. No, 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 sir, it's his two minutes. So you did that, and they called you a super predator, and I'm letting people out of jail now that... You have treated the African-American population community, you have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country. You did the 1990, and that's why, if you look at the polls, I'm doing better than any Republican has done in a long time, because they saw what you did. You call them super predators, and you've called them worse than that, because you look back at your testimony over the years, you've called them a lot. Okay, this guy's losing his mind, don't listen to him. Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. I'm crazy. Follow us on patreon.com slash NFTIC. That's patreon.com slash NFTIC. Hey, hey, hey.